Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Mission Show, where we are breaking all the rules when it comes to making money online. I'm your host, Mia Francis Poulin, owner and copywriter-in-chief at The Copy House, a boutique copywriting agency for mission-focused businesses who want to market their business authentically, ethically, and profitably. The Money, Marketing, and Mission Show is here to help amplify the voices of business owners who are out here doing big things, those who are breaking barriers for marginalized communities, redefining time freedom, and generally getting in good trouble to make our society a better place, and making money while they do so. So if you're up for an awesome conversation, deep talk, and a good time talking about money, how we do business, and how we do good, then settle in for a listen. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Money Marketing and Mission Show. I am your host, Mia Francis Poulin, and today is an interesting episode. It is just you and I, me, the mic, headphones, no headphones, you and your car, wherever you are. Um, and I wanted to pull this content for you and put it on the podcast because, one, I think that it's really important content. Um, and it's talking about the practical things that we can do to decolonize, right? To divest from some of the more insidious tactics that the online marketing world has said is okay, right? Um, but also because this content that I put together, which is originally a video um, that I recorded it needs to be out there more. <laughs> and so even though I was, you know, I, one of the things that I, I talk about is working smarter, not harder with your content. And even though I'm like, oh, man, we've really got to get like super new content, I realized, wow, I have so much in my vault of information that just needs to be shared with the world. So I am pulling this out from the vault and it is five tactics that need to be completely thrown in the trash uh online marketing tactics that need to be thrown in the trash and then also some tips and ways to flip those tactics and so that's what i have for you this isn't a super long a super long episode but it is super actionable so if you are driving right now you may want to come revisit this one when you have a notepad if you're listening to this you know, in your house or while you're cleaning or what have you, um, pay attention to this one. It's short, but it's impactful. So I am jumping into it without further ado. Yay, I'm recording. I am so excited to be here live for you and to go through this talk about ethical marketing and what is it and, and why it's important and give you all three specific not even three, five specific tactics and, and strategies that we need to just throw in the trash. We need to completely divest from so that we can do better, right? Because when we know better, we do better, right? And so let's just jump right into it. So ethical marketing, it's a big concept. Ethical marketing, you kind of imagine some guy sitting in a tweed jacket with a pipe, you know, talking around a round table at some, at some university somewhere. But in reality, what ethical marketing is, is what I'm coining as the way that we put the consumer back into the driver's seat, back into the decision-making seat. And, and we don't rely on these 
these tactics that online marketers and and people du jour have come up with to say that this is the way that we make our money. This is the pathway that we take to make money because there's different, there's obviously different ways to do this. And so one of the reasons why I started talking about this so much is because there, I feel like we're at a crisis point when it comes to our society, when it comes to our way that we do commerce, the way that we interact with each other, that's only been amplified since the coronavirus that started in 2020. And the thing about us being real humans, interacting as real humans with each other, whether we are in a transactional state and or whether we're just communicating with each other, that art, that importance has been diffused, right? A lot of it's been lost and we've forgotten how to just be real human beings with each other. And what that opens up with, what that opens up for us is this this negative opportunity for people who want to and wish to do harm and spread dis-ease in our society, being able to easily do that, right? And the vehicle that they use is messaging, right? Because that's what marketing is. Marketing equals messaging, right? It equals how you're talking about the solutions that you provide and writing the compelling way that you're able to articulate that to the person who needs that 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 resolution, right? And so with great power comes great, great responsibility to steal a line from Spider-Man, right? Or to steal a line from Peter Parker's uh, uncle, real Uncle Ben, right? Um, like we steal, we, we, we have to realize that as, as, as arbiters of sale, right? As people who are in commerce, who are making money, who are talking with other humans and, and having this energetic and financial exchange, we have a responsibility to do that well and to do that respectfully, right? And so let's go into what ethical marketing is. I define ethical. <laughs> I define ethical marketing as having three four pillars. That is respect, consent, and education. Okay, so respect. What that means to to me and to people over at the Copy House, my boutique copywriting agency, where we service all kinds of service-based, mission-focused business owners with their copywriting needs, their messaging needs. When we talk about respect, we're talking about, are you respecting the buying process, right? So many of the tactics that we are sold right? As, as gospel of how you sell, so many of those tactics, they seek to circumvent or shorten the buying process. But the thing about buyer psychology that we have to recognize is that there are different types of buyers. There are different speeds with which people buy, but we have to respect that process. And that point number two is consent, right? We're getting our clients, our potential clients, our prospects buy-in at every stage of this process. Okay, so that means that people are giving their buy-in. They are saying, okay, they're saying, they're saying, yes, I want to take this next step, not from a position of if I don't do this, then X will happen. If I don't do Y, then Z will happen. But I like what happens in X or Y, and therefore I'm doing Z, right? I, I know that I want to take that step, that action step to get to this specific transformation. That's what I mean by consent. And then the other thing is education. We cannot forget that when we are using conversion copywriting, whether you're writing a sales page, an email sequence, a website, a blog post, uh, a, a direct message, 
a long form social media post, whether whatever the copy medium is, we can't forget that the point of sales messaging is to give your buyer enough information to make an educated buying decision. Okay, that is the point of sales messaging. And, and so if you are adding, if you're respecting that buying process, if you're getting that buy-in at every stage and you're giving the people the information that they need to make that next step, action step, then you are encompassing ethical marketing, okay? You're not using psychological manipulation tactics. You're not using the things that the, 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 the online marketers du jour are saying are the thing to do because it's, quote, the thing that works. You're doing the thing that's right, okay? So let's talk about those five tactics that we need to throw into the trash right now. Divest from it, break yourself free from it. There's other ways to do this stuff, okay? So that's number one thing that we need to break away from is deadline timers slash false scarcity. Okay, so here is the thing about the deadline timer. This is, this is, this is part and parcel with the function of it is that the ticking clock raises cortisol, which helps people, you know, cajoles people into taking action because they see that the time is running out. But here's the thing when you add false scarcity. People are making a decision from FOMO, fear of missing out, rather than making a decision from an empowered position. And here's what you don't see about this is that, or that people don't see about this, is that yes, you may make the sale, but ultimately that buyer's remorse, which is on the other side, is something that is so common. And ultimately you have a harder job of keeping your clients happy because they're coming into your work with a, a feeling of dis-ease, the feeling of being duped or had, right? That's what deadline timers do for you. So let's X out deadline timers and false scarcity, all right? If something's going to be launching again in six months, you can go from a point of power and say, this will be back in six months, but here's the reasons why you need to take action now. If you need help with that, I have resources that I'm happy to share on how to write that type of email and that type of messaging, Okay. Point number two, the vanishing bonuses. And also uh, part and parcel with that are the bonus stacking, which aren't really actual valuable things, right? And so here's what I mean by the vanishing bonuses. If you add now, you get this super high, high value thing, but only if you take action in the next five minutes or only if you take action in the next 24 hours and then things go away and then things go away and then things go away. Here's the thing. If you are distracting people with these different shiny objects, what that does is it actually devalues the core offer that you were selling. So when people get into your, your offer, if they come in at the very end, which buyer, buyer patterns show us that many people wait towards the end of the cart close, right? Like if you're going to have an open cart, clo cart close period, which there's nothing inherently wrong with that, right? If you have reasons to do it uh, at that point there. But the thing is that if you have all these vanishing bonuses, it inherently devalues the thing that you're that you are ultimately selling as the whole. And you're also saying this thing is invaluable enough to stand on its own without these ancillary things that I'm, I'm adding on top of it. Right. So it's ultimately doing you a disservice. Right. And so that's that's tactic number two. Tactic number three is the 99.9% .9 discount, okay? So that's when you say this thing is valued at $1,000, but you can get it today for a dollar. Stop that, <laughs> okay? 
first of all, if it's valued at a thousand dollars, then it should cost a thousand dollars, right? And there's nothing wrong with saying that this thing is a thousand dollars worth. But where it gets sketchy is where we are we are inflating pricing, right? To make it seem right more valuable than it actually isn't is right. Like that's the thing that's sketchy about it. And so you want to make sure that if something is truly valued at a thousand dollars, you don't want to devalue yourself, your work, or try to dupe your customers by making it seem that they're getting this super crazy, amazing deal when in reality, either the thing always costs a dollar or you're using some type of trickery, right, down the road to that ultimately is only hurting you and your positioning of your business and your offer. Right. The point number four is the but wait, there's more. Okay. I, I had a lovely mentor who called this the sham wowing of your business. But wait, there is more. Right. And that kind of goes part and parcel with the vanishing bonuses and the 99.9% discount. Right. Like the thing about it is that when you are saying, but wait, I'm adding this thing. But wait, I'm adding this thing. But wait, I'm adding this thing. Yes, you're stacking a value, right? You're stacking on added added little key points to your offer. But what that's also doing is you're overwhelming your people with information. You're giving them info overload to the point where they're just like, they're just giving all this stuff away. I have to take action. You're giving me all of these gifts. They're giving me all of this stuff. Like, I'd be crazy not to take action, Right. And that's still not placing them in a place of in a position of empowerment, right? And so you're you're guilting your people almost into action when you're like, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more, but wait, there's more. Oh, you're giving me more? Okay, I guess I'll take it, right? And then point number four, five rather, is the false guarantee, all right? Or the guarantee that you can't keep. Basically writing a check your ass can't cash, right? And so that's doing stuff like saying, we will 10x your income or you can you can uh, have your laptop lifestyle and be on the beach and sipping margaritas and only working five minutes a day in your business. OK, we know that that's not true. Like we know that that is a thing that people really, really, really want. But can you actually deliver that? Right. And yeah, we add gear, we add disclaimers and stuff like that all into the bottom of our stuff. And we are all for people being educated buyers and, and really evaluating the offer and the and the wording and things like that. But you don't have to promise the moon and the stars in your offer in order for it to be valuable. Right. Yes, we want people, especially for business type things, we want people to uh, be able to articulate an ROI, articulate that return on investment, right? But also we can't we can't promise things that are so fantastical and fanatical that only happen for the one percent or the point one percent. We can't promise that as gospel. That's like this is totally, totally possible for you. Right. So be real, be realistic. If your offer gets them 50 percent of the way there, 75 percent of the way there, if it lays the framework and lays the groundwork to help get them from one space to another, that is great. Okay, but don't write a check your ass can't cash. All right. So those are the five tactics that I'm like, let's just throw that stuff in the trash. I would love to talk with you about other tactics that we should be using instead. And alternatively, you can get those in my free Facebook group. This is not a pitch. I have a free Facebook group. You can join it. Just click the button somewhere down here below this video and let's stay in communication. Let's stay in contact.
All right, y'all. That's it for today. Bye. So that's the episode, y'all. The five tips that we, uh, or five tactics rather, that we need to just divest from and how to, how to flip it, how to really embody and use the things that I talk about when I talk about ethical marketing. And I wanted to also give you an invitation. If you are considering uh, hiring out your content writing, hiring out your copywriting, and you want the guidance of trained, successful copywriters who are, you know, who are dedicated to this work, who are dedicated to helping you amplify your mission, your voice to create content that sounds like you, sounds aligned to you, that really reflects what you're trying to do in the world and who you're looking to connect with while also writing words that sell, then I invite you to check out the Copyhouse subscription. So the Copyhouse subscription, it's built to be simple. It is a one-stop, flat-rate, custom copywriting subscription for businesses that run and market themselves online. And it's truly meant to be like ibuprofen for your biggest content creation headaches. It's, it's meant to be simple. It's meant to be streamlined. And when you subscribe, you'll have access to your own custom portal within your subscription where you can submit your copy requests and communicate directly with your content team. The way that you use your content copywriting subscription is each month you are issued copy credits, which do roll over from one month to the other. Um, and you're able to just choose from our list of copy assets that are available to you. So if you need social posts, you can get it. If you need blogs, if you need um, if you need white papers, if you need Whatever it is, fill in the blank. You just look at what we offer and you're just able to simply use your copy copy credits, request what you want. And within a few days, on average, you will receive that asset back to you. And we will revise any content that needs to be revised and be in communication with you until we get it right. So if you want to check out the Copy House subscription, again, this subscription starts at just $6.99 a month, which is a fraction of what it will cost to have one-on-one services, done-for-you services for your copy if you were to go and and hire it out um, piece by piece. If this is what you want to check out, see all the details about, dive more deeply into it, then just go to www.thecopyhouse.com. And again, that's H-A-U-S for house. So thecopyhouse.com and see what it's all about. And if you want to join, just click the links on there and you can subscribe right away. All right, that's it for now. Talk to y'all later. Thank you for listening to the Money Marketing and Mission Show. If you liked this show, please do me a favor and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. It really helps our show get found and into the ears of the right listeners. And it would mean the world to me to know that you got value from the discussion here. So, uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, we're at The Copy House. Remember, that's H-A-U-S on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and you can learn more about the copy house and how we do copy differently by visiting www.thecopyhouse.com and remember that's house h-a-u-s catch you later